and welcome to the Rumpled Beaver. I'm uh, not one that's uh, much for intros, but uh, we're going to be talking about SJWs and uh, pretty much fucking ruining everything. We're, we got some quick topics to talk about. And for the first one, I know I'm like two fucking years late on this. But uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance was a game uh, released, I think, for like all the systems and shit. Um, and it was this medieval game set in the, the fucking like 1400s, 1300s of Bohemia and the Holy Roman Empire, like modern day Germany. And uh, people got mad and they requested. They said, well, are you going to have uh, people of color in this game? And the developers like, mm, probably not. No, we're not going to have you know, black people in our in our uh, medieval Holy Roman Empire game. And so uh, there was a lot of backlash about this, apparently. There was a lot of SJWs that were mad about this, but I found this article written on uh, Kutaku, and uh, I never really read anything on Kutaku before. I don't know how, you know, fucking retarded this uh, website is, but... Uh, I got some excerpts, and it's just to uh, talk about how fucking dumb the the goddamn off author must have been for this shit. Um, <laughs> so uh, this author is analyzing Kutaku's author is analyzing the fucking game, and uh, here's an excerpt: the male characters are often stereotypically gruff and confident, or failing that, at least given agency over their situations. The women are submissive and supportive. It's the fucking medieval times, you fucking idiot. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, a, a lot of men were, you know, um, stereotypically gruff and confident. You had to do it to stay alive. These dudes fought in fucking wars, and if they weren't fighting in a war, they were they were tilling the fields and doing, like, hard fucking labor in the fucking farmlands, right? Like, these dudes were pretty fucking tough. Even the weak dudes are substantially fucking tougher than, like, normal dudes nowadays. Um, and we're talking about medieval times. Yeah, most women were submissive and supportive. This game isn't about Joan of Arc, right? If the game was about Joan of Arc, there's your fucking badass female character. But they're trying to stay, you know, at least a little bit historically accurate here. Um, and uh, it's talking about the main character. You play as a guy named Henry. And it says, Henry starts out slavish, though surprisingly likable. Uh, if he works hard enough and makes the right decisions, he can pretty much have anything he wants. Power, money, and sex. Yeah, that's pretty much anybody. You know, if they work hard enough, they, they can get what they want. Power, money, and sex. And you're getting mad because it's a man doing it. Okay. Um, so, they're overanalyzing this. And they're, they, they want this, you know, revision of history where... You know, the men are supportive and submissive, and there's these badass female characters fucking running around, slaying fucking dudes, and, like, saving kingdoms and shit, which, you know, just didn't fucking happen, right? Um, but I like, whoever this author is obviously doesn't play fucking video games, or knows even a single person that plays video games. Because they write immersion as gamers define it. As gamers define it. So, they took a toll of all fucking gamers. Immersion as gamers define it, is often more about choice or illusion of choice than it is uh, everything working correctly or living up to particular standards of historical accuracy. That's not fucking true at all. I don't define immersion as choice. I, I define immersion as 
you know, when I play a video game, I feel as if I'm like there. I can, you know, soak in the fucking lore, the story and everything. And I feel like, wow, this is, this makes me feel like I'm there. I kind of get lost in it. And I like, you know, I have an emotional connection to the story and shit where I feel like I'm fucking there. That, that is kind of the definition of immersion, you fucking idiot. And I don't think any gamer is just like, yeah, immersion is a choice. <laughs> like, you fucking idiot. So the thing is, is that like, uh, yeah, and so if it's it's supposed to be like a historical game, yeah, immersion is about it being historically accurate. The reason this fucking author makes this point is because they're saying that, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Put in some black characters. Put in some badass female characters into your medi- medieval European game um, because it doesn't need to be historically accurate, you know, for people to feel immersed. So, like... They're saying that, yeah, man, you could you could play this medieval game and there could be, you know, half of the NPCs are black and the other half of the NPCs are black female fucking knights in armor. Uh, and you'll still be immersed. You're fucking, you're fucking stupid if you fucking believe that. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're saying that the game's developers pretty much prioritized... You know the wrong things. Um, much of that debate concerned Warhorse's 2014 and 2015 proclamations that the game wouldn't contain people of color because, according to director Daniel Vera, there were no black people in medieval Bohemia. Period. People then pointed out historical text and art that suggested actually there might have been Moors in the region as they were definitely present in Europe at the time. Okay, so these these fucking neckbeards went and they got you know, historical text that suggests there might, there might have actually been black people there at the time. There might. But the thing is, is that that doesn't justify for there to be multiple, like a bunch of fucking black people walking around in the fucking game. Maybe if you met one character, yeah, maybe. Be like, oh, hey, I'm a fucking more. Okay. Maybe one character. But these motherfuckers want there to be like multiple characters that are people of color that are fucking black, Asian, fucking Mexican before they even, like, I do, like, fuck it, throw in some Native Americans. For you to make the fucking point that there is no reason to have historical accuracy, they might as well put fucking robots and Martians, aliens, big fucking green dudes with big eyes. You might as well be like, oh man, who are you? Oh, I'm the king of fucking Zealort Bafleemom, and guess what? I'm a fucking alien slash cyborg fucking robot. Um, it is the 1300s in medieval Europe, but we're being inclusive here because it doesn't need to be historically accurate. So, yeah, the, the people that point out, well, there were historical texts that suggested there might have been fucking Moors in the region. Yeah, but this is like not a fucking very fucking prominent area that you play in, not like a huge fucking area that, you know, a lot of people fucking went to during those times. So, like, you would have to make it so specifically Moors would be in the region at the time, and there wouldn't be that fucking many of them, right? So, you're trying to, you're trying to just fuck shit up. Um, So, on top of this, Vice's video game site, Waypoint, which, by the way, Vice is the worst fucking thing ever. I, I don't think Vice has any credibility as a source of literally anything. They write terrible, misleading, uh, false articles, and their fucking game, gamer site, Waypoint, is uh, equally, if not worse, like, just fucking awful. Just complete dog shit. And um, 
So Vice's video game Waypoint even refused to cover the game on those grounds that there was no people of color in it. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? You're like, huh, your fucking medieval European game set in the Holy Roman Empire doesn't have 300 black characters? Yeah, we're not even going to cover it then. What, what, are you, what are you fucking stupid? Like, what the... <laughs> like, dude, you really have to have some fucking twisted nuts to not even fucking cover the game. You guys are probably the biggest cucks. That that has to be the biggest cuck-fucking move ever. And this isn't about, like, being right-leaning or left-leaning. It's a fucking video game about medieval fucking bohemia, you fucking idiots. Like, I don't fucking care. I don't care which way you fucking swing. These dudes are fucking cucks. We're not even gonna cover the fucking game. Okay, well, Vice, no one fucking gives a shit about you anyways. Um, So the Kotaku author gets, you know, even even worse into this shit. Like, okay. These days, alt-right groups, and worse, thrive on Steam because it's not moderated in any consistent way. So they're referring to, yeah, people buying the game and upvoting the game are apparently alt-right white nationalist groups. And they're saying they thrive on Steam because it's not moderated in any consistent way. So if you leave a comment... Uh, so what what this was all mad about was that the fact of like this author noticed that a lot of the top comments of Kingdom Come Deliverance's fucking reviews on Steam were I'm buying this game just to make SJWs mad. So they're automatically being oh if you don't like SJWs, you're a fucking Nazi. You're a fucking Nazi. You are descended from Hitler himself, and you're racist and you're a white supremacist and you're and you're all right. If you just buy a game to make SJWs mad. And, like, they're saying these alt-right groups thrive on Steam because it's not moderate in any way. They think that Steam should silence people that don't like SJWs. So, basically, what you're saying is you're fucking communist. <clears throat> Bless me. So, the thing is, is that they, uh... You really believe in, like, not even having freedom of speech in, like, reviewing a fucking video game. Or having freedom of speech in a fucking gaming platform. Like... Who fucking cares what people say on a fucking gaming platform? It doesn't hold any fucking substance. It doesn't fucking matter. You're trying to silence everybody. They try to silence people on fucking Twitter and YouTube and all fucking social media platforms. And the thing is, is like now they're trying to do it in fucking video games. You want full control. That's fucking communist. Actually, that's more fucking fascist than anything. Like, you're going to call people fucking Nazis. You're going to be calling people fucking Hitler. Wow, that sounds like some fucking Hitler-type shit to do, bro. Like... Like, I can't believe the stupidity. And it's like, you want everyone to be silenced that doesn't agree with you. That is literally what you're saying, and that's what these fucking SJWs and these progressives fucking want. They want everybody who does not agree with them, who does not hold the exact same opinion as them, to be silenced. Yeah, bro, that's pretty fucking fascist. That's pretty communist. That's fucking everything fucking totalitarian in the goddamn book. And you're fucking doing it. And you're doing it for the sake of, oh, we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Well, who gives a shit if someone's feelings gets fucking hurt by a fucking video game review, you fucking jackass? I can't even believe how fucking, like... Do these people have nothing better to do in their lives? They just sit there and just fucking seethe and fucking just goddamn, like... Goddamn, or just, like, poking out veins just reading these fucking Steam reviews. Oh, goddamn it, this person bought this game to piss me off, you son of a bitch. Like... Fuck off, dude. Fuck off. All of your points, whoever you are, I don't even look at the fucking author's name. Whoever you are, if you wrote this article and you're listening, you're fucking stupid. All of your points were completely false or completely fucking stupid and completely unfounded. You're an idiot, 
and I hate you, and you're stupid, and I hate you, again. Um, but we're not done with that article yet. I'd like to, you know, end this topic with <laughs> with a quote that, they, that the author put on there about a uh, game developer and critic, Liz Ryerson. Uh, Liz Ryerson says, As upset as I am by the whole low-key white nationalism of Kingdom Come Deliverance game and its popularity, I have to admit it only kind of echoes the bland white Eurocentrism in most mainstream fantasy media like Skyrim. What the fuck are you even fucking talking about? What the fuck? Liz Ryerson, you're fucking stupid. And I, I looked her up and I tried to see if there's any other stupid shit she says, and it turns out everything that she tweets is fucking stupid, so that would have to be a 10-hour episode. I'd have to read years' worth of tweets, because everything she writes is pretty much fucking dumb. Um, I don't know if she's actually a game developer. There was nothing on there that said that she actually developed any games or helped in any development. I might be wrong about that. Um, And her critique of Kingdom Come is the whole low-key white nationalism. What is low-key or white nationalist about this? In the game, they don't even fucking talk about race or anything like that. You know, it's 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 like a, a fight between fucking kings or some shit, but it has nothing to do with fucking race. There's no talk about race or anything. The people are majority white. You know why? Because it was fucking medieval Europe, you fucking dunce. Um, and then and then she's going to say that, oh well, you know, the bland white Eurocentrism of mainstream fantasy media like Skyrim. She's saying Skyrim is racist. Skyrim, a thing that has like literal walking fucking lizards, right? Where, where's the white nationalism in, in that? Where, is there is there lizard nationalism in that? Is there is there pro is there wizard fucking or lizard goddamn whatever the fuck goddamn uh, nationalists there? Is there lizard nationalists? Is there lizard supremacists? There, there's literally fucking lizards. And guess what? There's fucking black people in Skyrim, and they aren't these like fucking slaves or like weakling little fucks. They, they they're pretty good. They're pretty good, and they they make appearances and they're in the fucking game. Right, and you're also complaining about a fucking fantasy game with a made-up fucking story. Like, I don't understand like how you're going to complain about racism in a fucking fantasy, fantasy fucking game. If I played a game where like, in this game, the fucking lore was that like the whole continent was like majority black, and there was like this like little white fucking settlement tribe, and then they were enslaved. I'm not going to fucking be pissed off about that and be like, dude, blah, 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 because it's a fucking fantasy lore thing. I mean, there's there's literal fucking dragons, bro. Like, I don't I don't know what you want from this, like, white nationalist fucking bullshit you're just making up. But you're trying to find a problem. The problem with people like this is they believe that they're back in the fucking 1960s and they're marching right alongside Martin Luther King and they're fighting against segregation. And they're literally comparing, because for them to call this racist, that's mean they're, they're comparing it saying that, well, shit back then was racist, this shit's now racist, you're literally making a point that, like, people not having black characters in a video game is equivalent to fucking Jim Crow laws. Like, those people that that live through Jim Crow laws, they live through some actual fucking racism. And for them to probably fucking, if they even fucking, these people that saw the Jim Crow laws and were there and were able to see people complaining about fucking Skyrim, <laughs> and saying it's racist, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, you fucking idiots? <laughs> so it's actually a bit insensitive and offensive for them to call these things racist when there's actually people that have left the real racism. But your video games, like, why does there have to be a diversity quote on video games? It's fucking stupid. 
But that's all I'm going to say about that. So, Kutaku author, fucking stupid. Liz Ryerson, however the fuck you pronounce your name, fucking stupid. Next, we have um, from, you know, one of the most SJWs and one of the worst fucking websites, but it's a gold mine if you want to fucking get pissed off or if you just want to have a laugh at how fucking stupid these people are, Salon. <laughs> the website Salon has so many good things. And in light, uh, the Super Bowl, you know, happened the day as I am recording this. And, well, they decided to publish an article. And Salon likes to call everything culturally insensitive and racist. So if you could imagine anything, the, uh, <laughs> the two teams that played in the Super Bowl today were the 49ers and the Redskins. So, <laughs> you can imagine they probably have plenty plenty to say about it. Um, so, I'm just going to go the, the first fucking sentence in the article is, uh, As you watch Super Bowl, bear in mind that rooting for Kansas City Chiefs and taking no issue with either their mascot or their fans' traditions means rooting for racism. So it's the Chief. It's not the... Uh, I don't fucking watch the Super Bowl. But whatever. It's the fucking Chiefs and the 49ers. So they're basically saying, hey, if you're a Chiefs fan, yeah, you're racist. If you root for the Chiefs, yeah, you're racist. Um, not for the football reason, but because of their name. If you root for them because they have that name, you're racist. So, like, who gives a fuck about the football side? If you like football, I don't give a fuck. Because you need to root for a football team that has a goddamn culturally sensitive, politically correct name. So, if you're rooting for any, either team, you're racist. Because they go on to say, similarly, cheering for the San Francisco 49ers after learning about the history of California Gold Rush. You're similarly racist. <coughs> Excuse me. You're racist if you root for the 49ers or the Chiefs. If you root for these football teams that are playing the Super Bowl, you're just playing out. You're a racist because of what the names are based off of. And it actually turned out there was a legitimate fucking, like, uh, people went out and, like, interviewed and actually talked to Native Americans. Be like, hey, are you offended by the Redskins or the Chiefs football team? And uh, the overwhelming majority of Native Americans were like, no, I don't give a shit. Like... Like, who, who gives a shit, bro? They're fucking football teams. And they're like, oh, well, the San Francisco 49ers, uh, you know, the California Gold Rush, white people oppressed and enslaved Native Americans, and then they stole land from Mexico and shit. So you can't like the team because the name talks about the gold rushers. Who gives a fuck, bro? It's a fucking goddamn football team. And on top of that, they did write... Uh, about California recently being stolen from Mexico and talking about the gold rush. So here's the thing. I don't think people realize this. Uh, the Mexican Empire was a was a pretty big empire. You know, it spanned far and wide. The Mexican Empire invaded California and New Mexico and all that shit. They invaded that. That wasn't like a, you know, this is just us now. They just came together and said, hey, we're the Mexican Empire, and it took up from Mexico to fucking California. No, 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 no. The Mexican Empire invaded that fucking land. And uh, so you're saying the United States recently stole it from Mexico. I mean, they they went in in a war, but I mean the the Mexicans also invaded that land. So like California, like the Mexicans invaded and killed Native Americans and took land from Native Americans as well. So they left that part out. So I mean, if you didn't know that, that's a little bit of history for you. Look it up. You know, go read a fucking book. 
because that's 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 true. The Mexicans also had slaves. They they ended up you know outlawing slavery before the United States outlawed slavery, but they did have slaves, and the Mexican Empire did invent, in fact, invade lands from Native Americans. So. I know that's completely off course, but Salon author, you're fucking stupid, and I hate you. Um, so that's just a quick thing, you know, for the Times. Uh, a little bit of a modern uh, article, just to let you guys know that. If you if you like football teams that, or any sports team for that matter, that has a uh, politically incorrect name, then you're just a racist, white supremacist, and... Uh, yeah, we just hate all people of color. I don't think they realize that, like, also, like, a lot of uh, Kansas City Chiefs and 49ers fans are also different races. I don't think, I think they're kind of, like, implying that the only people that like both of these teams are football in general are white people. And, I mean, that's not true. There's plenty of black Chiefs and 49ers fans and probably Native American fans and Asian fans and Hispanic fans. Uh, not probably plenty. There is. There 100% is. So you're calling people racist even though it's the same people that were supposedly, like, oppressed. So I, it, it's a fucking whack thing. This person really – she thought this was it. She swore this was it. She's like, yeah, this is, this is going to be a great article. Everyone's going to hate football after this one. <sighs> And then, uh, so one more Salon article, and uh, and then I'll be done with Salon for the day. But we will be making fucking treks back to the holy land of stupidity over at the Salon webpage. So this next one is about, I know I'm fucking late on this one too, but it's about the Oscars. <laughs> so the Oscars is apparently racist and sexist as well because only one person of color got a fucking Oscar. I don't watch the fucking Oscars. I think the Oscars are stupid. I don't give a shit about the Oscars or the Grammys or any of that mainstream shit. I don't give a fuck. I think it's all stupid. But these people don't like it for different reasons. But um, I'd like to really nail down this one line that the author wrote was... For the second year in a row, there were no women nominated in the Best Director category. Well, for the second year in a row. Wow, two whole years. And uh, in the 92-year history of the Oscars, only five women have ever been nominated for the uh, Best Director. Well, have you ever thought that there's not as many women directors as there is male directors? And especially through 92 years, there hasn't been that many women directors. I, You're trying to fucking make a problem where there is none. And then, like, eventually the Oscars are going to be completely rigged to where there's a diversity quote of being like, wow, this movie's really good, but we can't give it to him because we got to give it to a woman because we don't want to be the third year in a row that a woman director hasn't won. There's not that many women directors. And I have nothing against women. I love me some women. And I respect my women but here's the thing is like there's not as many women directors that's a fucking fact and for the women directors that there is they just haven't made as many popular movies so you have to take that into account and it writes of uh but this year saw an especially notable snub of greta gerwig who directed little women um I don't even know who the fuck Greta Gerwig is, and I've never even heard of the movie Little Women. I think it's out right now. 
it it hasn't uh, it hasn't done that good in the box office compared to other movies, which is probably why it didn't win. Um, so the thing is, like, you you're just making problems where there isn't one. Like, yes, there's not as many women, and they don't make as many popular movies. That's fucking why there hasn't been as many fucking women that have won the best director. It like if if a fucking if let's say Jane Doe fucking makes the next goddamn fucking Star Wars and she directs it and she wins, hey, she'll win because she made a fucking popular movie. But there's it's not as many women in the director business. I don't know why that's hard to uh you know, hard to understand for people. Um so for the last SJW event of the day. I'm going to talk about Time Magazine. Time Magazine wrote an article about, you know, they noticed that white supremacists were talking about, you know, going back to Viking heritage and fucking worshipping Vikings and thinking they're cool and badass or whatever. So Time decides, okay, we're going to fucking fix this by revisioning history and we're going to write an article saying uh, white supremacists supremacists shouldn't like Vikings. And (laughs) I'm going to read a line from it. Vikings were not homogeneous seafarers as often imagined. They were multicultural and multiracial. No, they fucking weren't. No, they fucking weren't. Through this entire fucking article, I had to painstakingly read the whole fucking bitch to try to find out where they even proved or where they sourced that Vikings are multiracial. And there is none. There is no fucking proof. They just write that in there. Now, were they multicultural? Absolutely. But out of out of European cultures... Yeah, but, like, they weren't multiracial. Now, did the Vikings get into some conflicts with some people, like, you know, sub-Saharan Africans or some Moors or some shit like that? Uh, Yeah, but, I mean, like, probably if there were any fucking, like, actual black people that were part of the Vikings, it's probably only a handful. Not enough to say that Vikings were fucking multiracial because that's fucking stupid to say. That is ridiculous to say that they were multiracial. And they don't even fucking source anything. They don't give me any fucking proof. This is a Time magazine. Time magazine's pretty fucking big. And, like, how the fuck do these journalists, I'm doing the fucking waggle fingers for the fucking, like, so called, so called fucking journalists, how do they keep their fucking jobs after this? They were not multiracial. Vikings were not multiracial. Literally, if there was anything, Vikings were 99 point fucking like 99% fucking white. You can't call that multiracial, even if there's a fucking 0.01% percent that were fucking goddamn like not white. You can't say that they were all fucking multiracial. Say, yeah, Vikings were multiracial, multicultural, progressive community. That's what they're painting them out as. Is like the fucking Vikings were the goddamn fucking San Francisco of the medieval times. Like, they weren't. This Vikings weren't these, like, all these super progressive, multicultural, multiracial, loving, homosexual, you know, beautiful, you know, accepting, transgender fucking tribe of people. No, they weren't. Vikings were vicious fucking murderers. And they, they murdered and raped a lot of people. They were, they were bad people. Stop trying to paint them in a different light and stop trying to revision history. A lot of SJWs will try to revision history and be like, yeah, the history actually went this way. 
And all they're trying to do is just, it's just attacking white people, bro. It's just constantly attacking white people, being like, oh, no, 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 history actually went this way. And they're trying to take every little piece away from any sort of white culture or any sort of European culture or white history. They're trying to take away every piece, saying like, oh, well, this wasn't as great. This was actually, this was actually this way. This was actually this way. This was actually this way. All like pretty much anti-white. But white people can't do the same for any other race. Any other race gets to keep all their history and culture without it being judged or revisioned or saying, oh, well, actually it happened this way. No, it's, it's only an attack on like European culture. So this is the state of the modern world, and it's pretty sad. It's pretty fucking annoying. And I'm no white nationalist, and, you know, I'm not really a left or right-wing swinging guy. You know, I'm, I'm pretty modern, I'm pretty centrist. But the thing is, is that, like, fucking, I, I even, like, I've noticed all, most left-wing people, like, moderate left-wing people, like, moderate Democrats in the United States, don't like SJWs. Like, Joe Rogan is a is a pretty liberal person. He, he He's... He's a Democrat, but he doesn't, he doesn't like, you know, SJWs and all this crazy shit that's happening. And I'm starting to wonder who does, but it's these, it's these Tumblrinas, it's these fucking people that use Tumblr, it's these fucking people that use Twitter, and they they got their, their anonymous, and they got their Twitter fingers, and they just fucking type shit, and they're actually pissed off. And, but they, they are the loud minority it's a very vocal minority of people it's a small group of people because it seems like most left-wing people actually fucking just goddamn like hate these people as well so it's like i just don't understand these people like where do they get off they they just want to be victims it's a victim mentality i truly believe that there is a constant victim mentality and they want to be part of the next civil rights movement they want and they they're sad that they didn't get to be a part of that they didn't get to be part of you know the women marching for the right to vote or Martin Luther King marching for civil rights they they're they're sad that they didn't get to be a, a part of that so they have to become a victim in any situation that they can fucking find and they to the point that it's it's fucking ridiculous and it's incomparable to the shit people went through in the past and yeah that's that's just the state of these fucking SJW fucking cocks dude they're just complete fucking cocks and they're stupid, and I hate them. So, uh, yeah, that will go for episode one. If you uh, listen this far, I appreciate it. You can follow or like or whatever the hell you want to do. If you just want to listen, I don't give a shit. I appreciate you listening because I'm pretty much sitting here talking to myself. And it's nice to have, you know, it's nice to be able to have an audience. So uh, I appreciate it. And uh, stay tuned for the next episodes of uh, The Rumpled Fucking Beaver, bro. Take it easy, guys.